Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Shift. I'm just recording a small intro because I know that this week's episode is late and I love you all and I'm sorry it was late. I was in Puerto Rico until Tuesday night and then my album was coming out Thursday night slash Friday morning. So I had wanted to post this on Friday but then I just, it got uh, busy with all the album promotion and everything. Uh, And so this episode is with V. Linz but also... Uh, if you guys have a chance, I'd love for you to listen to the album. I put the link in the description. It's just my full hour stand-up comedy album. And so it's really exciting to have it out there after being in New York for nine years. So I hope you guys enjoy it. And um, yeah, it should be on all streaming services as well. It's just called I'll Do It Myself. Uh, or if you put in my name, Katie Boyle, it should uh, it should come up. And yeah, let me know what you think. Let me know if you like it. And um with this week's episode, we recorded it before Puerto Rico and it's with V. Lynn. She's a fantastic comedian in New York City. And uh, we talked about like sexuality as a journey and she talked about um, being asexual to demisexual to voyeurism to sort of just going through the journey of these um, different uh, sexualities and uh, what each of it means. So it was really, really interesting. She was a fantastic guest and... Uh, I have all the next week's episode is up on Patreon with next week's video and then last week's episode will be coming up tomorrow on YouTube. I'm also behind with that as well. Uh, But the episode with Jason uh, will be on my YouTube if you guys want to watch it. And then uh, and then with the comedy album that you'll listen to in a few months, uh, we'll be putting the visual of that, I think, on the the label that I recorded with, I think, on their YouTube. I'll keep you posted, but that will also include the crowd work from the night uh, that's not in the album and then even going further on my patreon i'll put in the q a from the night and so we recorded that all back in september yeah it was september so it's yeah really exciting to have it out and so yeah go listen it's called i'll do it myself and uh and let me know what you think and if you can uh, rate and review it and rate and v- review the podcast as well that helps so much so um if you get a chance just do that and other than that um have a lovely week and i will talk to you next week bye enjoy uh, okay, thank you. Welcome to the shift, V Lids. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. We have our tea. Um, I also, because when I start, I put the first episode, I had like the shift back here, um, and I had a picture of the guest. It was Jason Salmon. And, um, uh, or sorry, Salmon. He literally, it was so funny. He, when I introduced He's like, him, you renounced like, the L. <laughs> you <laughs> pronounced the L. <laughs> That's what I'm like, wow. Yeah, yeah. He's Salmon, but it's like spelt like salmon. So I'm so used to. But uh, I was showing Brendan Sagalow and he was like, oh, you should put up paintings of tea on the back. So this is going to oh, be my new thing. Us. I'm going to do a different yeah. painting of tea each week. Even and if the person don't like tea, the way I like tea. Oh, my God. It, that's like a crime. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, a, I, every that's time what I'm there's saying. a member uh, in the audience who says they're Indian, I'm always like, oh, the Brits colonized you. Yeah. And they colonized us and it was terrible. But Damn. they gave us your tea. And thank you. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> because of that, tea. your favorite pastime. Because yeah. <laughs> you guys are colonizers. <laughs> we love the tea. Mm. We weren't the colonizers. Oh, Britain was. Yeah, they colonized how Ireland. Did, how did y'all get tea? They gave it to us. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it got in, brought into the country. But they colonized Ireland and they also colonized India. Oh. But, uh, but pretty, India gave them tea? I think they, they didn't have it. tea? I think they took tea from there, yeah. Maybe they got it from China. I don't know. I just say that and people say, yeah, no, I, don't, I haven't backed this in any factual. <laughs> but Ireland wouldn't have tea, wouldn't have had tea before the Brits came. Oh, okay. Because they went all all the way over there and they got stuff like spices and tea that would have never you think britain's the reason i love tea 
maybe but you know what it's okay you know you have to take what you can get from the trauma right, right. i don't know i because I mean, I guess they would have colonized America too and brought the tea over here, and that's we there was had that big, the Boston Tea yeah, Party. They were like, "Fuck you and your tea." Yeah, but and then your, it wasn't their tea; it was like yeah, China's tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were like, "We're getting rid of your tea and the letter O or U from a bunch of letters." <laughs> what? That was part of it. Yeah, and they changed to driving on the other side of the road. It was a way to out of spite. Yeah, to be like less British or something or less imperialist. That's why Americans drive on the other side of the road. Wow, use, we like, are petty. Yeah, like Celsius. We use Celsius. I'm confused about that one. Yeah, yeah. I use the metric system, or we use the metric system. I don't know which one you use, but I use Celsius. We use Fahrenheit. Yeah, and kilometers, and you use and miles. we use miles. Yeah, well, we used to use miles, and then we changed over. Right, out of spite, out of spite too. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe. Probably. I have no idea. <laughs> um, so I am going to read a history book before the next episode and clarify this tea thing. <laughs> right? <laughs> Please give me a buzz, like, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had it all wrong. <laughs> but I do love tea. Me with too. With honey, and I'm happy you offered tea. Good. I always see you guys drinking coffee. I'm like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be shitting all over the pod. Uh, well, I used to, yeah, um, when it was the studio, I just text before being like, do you want me to grab you anything? And every time people would say coffee. It's a New York thing. I know. It's the hustle and bustle. They need that fix yeah. in the middle of the day. I'll have to get coffee for the future for guests if they want coffee. Oh, my yeah, God. I just yeah, realized yeah, yeah. I didn't turn off the air con. I'm going to go quickly do it. Love you. It's one second. No problem. <laughs> it is toasty in here. <laughs> I know. And we're drinking hot tea. It's making a... <laughs> stick on the fan for us okay because said it doesn't do true. okay that's perfect okay i've put on the fan i've put on the fan do you see the sweat dripping from my face is that <gasps> I why know you and remembered I'm <laughs> no, no no i just i just was like what's that faint <laughs> and the aircon's quite loud so i think this will be good gotcha um, it does feel good so I had asked you, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted you on the podcast was because I had heard uh, you do jokes about being asexual. I do. And you're okay talking about that? Yes, I am. Uh, what exactly for the listeners is, what is being asexual? The way I like to explain it is basically you don't seek sex the way an average person seeks sex. Like intimacy and sex are two different things. And I'm actually demisexual, which is on the scale of asexuality. But for the sake of the joke, a lot of people don't even know what demisexual mm. is, although a lot of people are demisexual. I'll get to that in a moment. But for the sake of the joke, asexuality is the queen bee. Like everyone knows what it is for the most part. Everyone's confused what it is, but everyone's heard it before. Mm -hmm. I'm demisexual, which is you only feel a sexual connection only after you had an emotional connection with someone. It's, it's two totally different things. If you don't have, and I feel like the culture of sex and dating now is very casual. Yeah. And I, I, I never understood why I didn't get into the casual sex. I didn't understand why I never had Tinder. I just knew about it, but the thought of it, of just looking at someone's picture, the closest at arm's reach, like that's where you want your next nut, is arm's reach, it just, it blew my mind that people could be so casual about it and not get to know each other. The funny thing is I've had one night stands and I've met someone and we've that day, that night we had a connection and we've hooked up. But as far as online, that takes away all the emotional aspects that I need. I, I can't do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like any one night stand I had, I thought it wasn't going to be a one night stand. All right. I feel like I had that like, oh, there's a connection. We're having the crack. We're having a lot of fun. And it's going to last it forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're definitely, I'm definitely going to be his girlfriend. <laughs> and then it didn't. So I think, yeah, I, I understand completely. I need some sort of a, I, I, can't, I, I couldn't just sleep with someone based on if they were like gorgeous, but uh -huh. I didn't like their personality, I wouldn't be you able to get do it. You couldn't do it. No, you couldn't do it. I have the ick. Right, right. A bad personality is icky. <laughs> when I was younger, I bypassed the ick. Mm. I wasn't having any fun, yeah. but I needed a story. <laughs> and yeah. it was cool to be with the hottest guy in the room. Yeah. But even as far as having a spark, I sometimes you just know it's not going to last forever. Sometimes it's just for the moment, and I live for the moment. Yeah. It's almost... 
it's so backwards because although I don't understand the casual sex and the casual dating, I can like I understand sparks and I understand having a moment, a fleeting moment. Yeah. I think those are two different things. Yeah. I think you make the most out of a fleeting moment. Yeah. The way the dating culture, you can't make the most out of casual sex. (laughs) You just have it and then it's on to the next. But if a fleeting moment, you can make the most of it. You find out about that person, be immersed in that experience Mm -hmm. and move on. Whether whatever happens, happens later, but moving on is my thing. (laughs) Like, I don't know. And then people ask me, why am I so comfortable with being by myself? Because a lot of people are in relationships because of convenience. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. But it's that's that's the way it is. A lot of people aren't comfortable with being by themselves. And then we're conditioned women to find someone else. And that but men aren't conditioned to find someone else. So and then we have all these women who are above average people. (laughs) And then we have men who are just still in the casual dating mind. Yeah. And it can be very frustrating for women who um, have that mindset put on them where it's like you should find a partner and so they do find a partner and then all of a sudden they're you know the partner they might be taking on like if there's gender roles they Mm -hmm. might be taking on like this extra workload of like their laundry extra dishes but they also have a full-time job now so that can be really frustrating whereas as as that woman might be better off alone right (laughs) you know might have been better off just on that, and like, and if you find a partner that does the equal share, yes, that's right. fine. But I do think there is like, right now, uh, you're get women are getting that, or they're getting they're, they're getting the job and then the extra. What's there's like a book called Women st- Starting the Second Shift when they come home. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it's not it's not me. Okay, my boyfriend <laughs> does that. He's great. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah. But he's also younger too. We live in New York City, and there's no expectations about kids. There's no pressure but as far as like I, I feel like cooking and cleaning is just in a people thing it's not a woman or a man's thing no 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 like, but i think it, for a long time it was a it was put on the women right but, so i think uh ideally you don't you want to be in a relationship where the guy doesn't think of gender roles like that right. or the woman doesn't think of gender roles like that but I, I think i think now a lot of women are stepping away from that yeah. Yeah, we're like, oh, you want to see what it looks like when the dishes aren't done. Right. But I've even, I've lived with guys and I've been like, mm, they still, their definition of clean is very different. Absolutely. But it's just put in us as a kid. Uh, and even my definition of clean isn't probably as clean as some some women I've lived right. with. Right. Uh, I think that is all going to change though. We're like literally nearly, nearly over that part of life. And I think that's why most people need to live at least by themselves, at least for once in their lives, because then you have to do those things for yourself. It's not about having a partner and gender roles. It's about getting it done. You need a safe, clean space. You need to eat when you're hungry. You you need to do all those things. So I just think it's so important to be by yourself and being asexual. You know, people just assume that I'm alone or lonely quote unquote, but that's just not the case. I've picked up amazing skills. I've built a great life for myself. I have good friends, great family. And it's just, I just don't see it like that. Yeah. I I don't think a significant other can make you less lonely. There's people in relationships that are lonely. (laughs) I also think sometimes people are in relationships for the wrong. So like, as in, if you're, you know, my therapist would say like, oh, run to the self. And it's something I think about a lot. Whereas I think sometimes you're in a relationship to lean on your partner for your emotional problems mm. or, or. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. So like, actually, if you learn to like develop that conversation with yourself or being alone or spending time or going for dinner with yourself, that makes for a more healthy, successful relationship in the future. Because mm-hmm. like with me and Leland, he's away a lot I'm away a lot but we're not like stressed out that the other's away we're Mm -hmm. like pretty happy being alone Mm -hmm. so we have like a very independent relationship and I think that's what makes it work right um what was the longest you've been by yourself give or take um without dating anybody yeah oh I've always dated casually at least um but like I hadn't been in a proper relationship that lasted more than three months Mm -hmm. the whole time I was in America so Mm -hmm. like maybe six years and I've been with Leland two years okay 
Um, I think that being by myself actually makes me worse in a relationship. Oh, really? I, although I'm this, <laughs> I talk a lot of shit, I have these skills and stuff, but I honestly, I don't think I know how to be in a relationship. Oh, because you probably don't have to compromise as much when you're alone. And then, yep, yeah. yep, I don't think I know how to. I am up for the try, <laughs> but I don't think I know how to. I think, I think it, it caused a negative effect when I, even if I do find that person, that I want to go to that next step with. I could now do, I don't know. I haven't dated in a while because the culture now is online dating. Yeah. And I think online dating is the worst. I think it's game over. And it's just the thing right now. I think online dating brings out the worst in everyone. I think it makes us all superficial. Yeah. Well, it I mean, made me superficial. The small time, the little time I tried it, I just was like, I don't treat people like this. I'm not this person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. So if you met someone that you wouldn't be straight away attracted to, but then you got to know them and they were really nice, mm -hmm. that would help grow. In it. So that's kind of like demisexual. It would help grow yes. attraction. Yes. Um. yeah, I feel like I'm definitely that because there's like yeah. guys who um, I wouldn't find attractive, but then get to know them and then I find them attractive yeah, or guys that I do me. find attractive and get to know them. And I'm like, oh, gross. Yeah. Like it's like their physical features change. Most people are demisexual. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. When I, it's funny, when I told the joke, I, I talk about asexual, asexuality, and I said, when I was talking to someone, I told him I was asexual, and he was like, oh shit, me too. And it always gets a laugh, but he, we was talking about demisexuality, yeah. and he was like, no, that every time when I talk about it in depth, you could see it in a person's eyes, like, what, that's me? Yeah. I, I think that's me. And it's true, most people need that emotional connection because sex is intimate yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you it shouldn't be so casual it should be as intimate as it sounds but it's not and it's i think it's like one of those things where like okay so yeah no sex shame do what you want all that stuff but when, when you know when you're like too like positive about something you're not also letting space for to talk about other stuff because it seems like you're being offensive yeah whereas like you I'm walls all, the what you built walls yeah or yeah. Guards. yeah yeah i'm yeah, all yeah. for like if you can be casual and all that stuff but there are things still to consider that um you know if uh, you know not being if you're not able to pick up on phone them the next day but mm. they were just inside you it's like don't forget mm -hmm. it also is like you're becoming one person and right. and you know you know there's like you, you know, you got to be safe, use condoms as well, and then uh, know that the person is a safe person so you don't get murdered. Because yeah. there is, like, high risk versus right. for, for the reward. So it's, like, it's not crazy to say that casual sex is kind of mental, but also I get it. You know, like, whatever you want. Right. But it's, like, it's funny. We're, like, yeah, fuck whoever. And then I'm, like, where is my friend? She's just went off with this guy to his right. house. We don't know him. You don't have time for the checklist when it comes to casual sex. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you don't. Like, That's why I fuck them. In... Do they have a condom? Are they clean? Uh, yeah. Do they, like, do they have money them? for an Uber? Like, none, yeah. of, none of those things are on the table. Now, for a fleeting moment, you can check off those things, but you have to know it's a fleeting moment. Tinder don't 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 like um, provide that. Well, like I'd say, let's say something like Tinder. Yeah, sometimes with Tinder, it's like they kind of hit you up late, like you up, so it's yeah. like a two a.m. thing, and yeah. then maybe you're both drunk. But let's say if it's a real life, you've been chatting at a bar. Yeah, I like bars because you can have sex with them in the bathroom. Yeah, you know, if if you're if you're about to get murdered, you scream. There's loads yeah, of people. People around. Um, most bars in New York have free condoms, so there's no excuse. No, oh babe, I can't go to the right. store. See? You just go to the bar. Fleeting moment. Check ha all the boxes. Have your casual sex in the bar and then you can go pull up your skirt whatever and you go bye and, and you don't have to deal dignity. with them absolutely yeah, you don't have to <laughs> deal with them in your bed for too right. long or them being like uh do you want me to like call you an uber or something after you're like oh where yeah right. uh, casual sex in bars i'm all for <laughs> me too i i stand yeah. on that yeah and i think like look you meet someone on, a, uh, on an online date and you get to know them and you have sex and all of that stuff and look everything is like taking risks but yeah i think right now it's a very fast paced mm -hmm. society mm -hmm. it's a great it's a great society for women you know we're starting oh, to working women oh i just yeah. mean in general that um you know we're starting to get rights and stuff like that you know what i mean oh, like well, yes, then again yes, it's yes, starting yes. to fall apart in other places <laughs> right. but let's just say for like for me anyway we i wouldn't want it for like 
two years. We're on a good pace. Yeah, yeah. For me, I'm like, ah, oh, it's pretty nice to yeah. be alive right now. You know? right. Um, but uh, the problem with like fast-paced casual sex is everything is fast, and even it doesn't give you the chance to really just get to to know someone. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, I do think that's nice for me anyway. That helps build the attraction and right. you know get a few dates in. And actually, the the best relationships I've been with, the more recent ones, have been long distance. Mm. Uh, the ones that have met the most to me mm-hmm. have been long distance, where we just talked every day mm-hmm. and we couldn't be in contact. It also we builds couldn't. up a bit of like temptation. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, it's like a dirty novel. Oh, please, wet <laughs> all day, yeah, every day, it's so all exciting. day, every day. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's also part of it. That's yeah. why it intensifies when you do meet, and yeah. then that intimacy is there, and you you've already had that building up, and it's just amazing. But the the best relationship I've been with, I couldn't touch them. Yeah, that is exciting. Mm-hmm. It, it was just all talk yeah it's like um a build-up like yeah like a good movie mm-hmm. you don't know who the murderer mm-hmm. is <laughs> and i guess like again don't kill this pussy i'll tell you that yeah. much <laughs> and we are talking i guess for demisexuals because the other side of it is if you're like some like working woman who's like i don't want ever relationships but i like to get off like once a month that's when casual sex but that has to be someone who knows that Oof. whereas i think sometimes we're trying to fool ourselves and be like i'm okay with casual sex and you're crying on the phone to your friend right. why didn't you text me and it's like because you literally brought him over at 2am and you said it was okay so i think it's more just about knowing yourself right and even if you know yourself you don't get offended when people go oh i couldn't do that and it's like okay well that's good for you right yeah yeah it's like it just i think you have to be really honest with who you are and what you are and what gets you off you know the funny thing is i said uh sexual sex and intimacy are two different things for me and it is Intimacy is something different, like the relationships I had where it was no sex. But sex to me is porn, and that's mm-hmm. how I get off. I watch porn, not, not regularly, but I, when I need to get off, and that's about once a week. Yeah, porn is, like porn, obviously we know has its issues and can be bad, and, and is when used too much, like poor men are right, like right, jerking right, off right. every fucking hour to porn, and then they right. can't get off in sex but in i moderation. actually think, yeah i think porn in moderation is great yeah. a safe space to explore your fantasies mm-hmm. to get off even as a woman mm-hmm. and where you're and like, I feel like that's what it's there for yeah. like they're putting on a show for me yeah, i yeah. should sit back and enjoy i watch svu i don't i'm not a detective right <laughs> but i get to be like let me try to figure out this murder this whatever right <laughs> the scenario <laughs> yeah 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 so that i think that gives me my fix where I, I, they are very two different things for me. I need intimate intimacy. Yeah. Sex is, sex is what it is. People humping and bumping. Oh, so that leans into the asexuality because asexuality is you don't need sex. No, you, ah. you seek it in, you seek intimacy in different ways. I see. So you're you're like in you know one of those shows on like Netflix or whatever mm-hmm. where they I can't remember the name of the show but they like showed different ways to get off because these partners were like long term and they're like you yeah, need to yeah, bring yeah. this in and so it'll be like like a feather yeah. or like games yeah, and, yeah 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 um okay so that's right so demisexual is then more like an emotional connection and intimacy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what other ones is there then there's a, then there's just sexual <laughs> no and then there's pansexual pansexual yes yes that's yes. where you're just attracted to the to intelligence a person oh no that's sapiosexual sapiosexual okay sapiosexual you're attacked uh, attracted to their intelligence. So you gotta go like hang out at a university <laughs> or a library, yeah. yeah, or a museum. Type Has of to have one PhD. One yeah, <laughs> you need a degree. Yeah, <laughs> to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. This is like you're not qualified enough for this <laughs> <To> vagina. <laughs> Pick another letter. Yeah, you're not. You're not the S, oh, baby. And so then, um, pansexual. Pansexual is any uh, just a person, doesn't yes. matter what gender yes. or how they identify. Yes. Um, cis, not cis, trans, not trans. Yes, yeah. and I feel like I like to put it in like a ladder. So it's asexual, demisexual, pansexual. That's how, how I am. And but, then that's it. Is there? It's just a tree. I don't know. Oh no, because then there's sapio. No, I don't. I think there's more. Just, yeah. I think there's more. Oh, because like, I guess I guess if you're LGBT, that's a different. As yeah. Well, is it? No, but you could be pan and be LGBT. But, but so <laughs> I was 
laughing at my joke. I've always asked because I don't know a lot about asexual. Asexuality. You're a flower. Yeah. <laughs> Flowers are asexual because they don't have sex to produce. They don't have nothing. Right. Oh, they could. They don't need to have sex to reproduce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said that, but I forgot to put the ori. Yeah. I just said they don't need sex to produce. To produce. <laughs> and you're like, no, that's not the right word. Ah, to produce to That's make watermelons yeah <laughs> okay so you say in your joke what do you say in your joke that um what do i say in my joke <laughs> you see i forgot oh you say you don't know a lot about asexuality i don't yes and i say like why are asexuals gay <laughs> like we're part of the gay community is the lgbtqia oh. which is asexual but like why are we part of the gay community if someone's like i'm i did the latter thing yeah so in the end i am pansexual i can be attracted to an opposite sex but really someone who's just asexual why are they part of the gay community <laughs> oh wait you're pansexual so you can be yes. you can be attracted to the same sex yes oh but you know probably part of the lgbtq uh, a. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I guess they do the umbrella of queer now, right? Queer community. Yes. It's so funny. I'll say things here, like th things here, like queer community or like my friends who are uh, minorities, but they would call themselves brown, let's say. So yeah. like my Latin friends say they're brown and my yeah. Middle Eastern friends say they're brown. And, um, but then when I'm like talking to my Irish friends and I'm like, oh yeah, my friends are having this like brown picnic and they're like, are you just being like racist? And I'm like, no, that's what, no, they, that's not, that's what they say. Or like queer. They're like, I think queer is a, and I'm like, oh my God, Ireland, we, we need speed up. New York, New York. So they don't get, we don't get it either though. <laughs> the community don't get it. We're just, I wonder, we're trying to catch up too. I wonder if asexual sexuality is in the queer umbrella because it's not quote unquote the majority. Yes. So it's like you need to be protected too. We're us. different. Yeah. That's that's I think that's why we're part of it. Yeah. We're just different. Oh, you know what? And I can't find the screenshots. I'm really sorry to oh. whoever wrote this in, but I'm sure they probably wanted to be private anyway. But ages ago when I asked you to be on the podcast and then we just had like scheduling conflicts, someone had wrote in saying that they are asexual and that um they want to develop there's a male and want to develop friendships with women, but every time they do, the women are upset that they don't want a relationship. And I wish I could find the screenshot of the message. Um, but maybe I'll find it another day and put it in the end of this uh, properly. But basically, he, his a dile dilemma was trying to navigate that, like when the person is kind of offended that they're not attracted to them, but they just really want it to be a friendship. Have you ever come across that? Um, not so much. Mm. Because I look the way I do, people, even when I do want a friendship, people always think, sex is on the menu oh so this is what he's going through does he look good is he i don't know i didn't say it, but it, he, whatever it is apparently whenever he tries to develop a friendship with a woman they think that it's leading towards sex or or a relationship and he just is asexual he doesn't want and it's hard f they it, it seems to the friendship can't the friendship isn't real that they're they're trying to go for sex mm -hmm. and then they're offended when he's like no i'm asexual Right. So I, that kind of sounds the same as what? Yeah. You just, I, I don't, let's see. Because I like to have sex. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's different. When I do meet that person, I So do, it might be on the table. Yeah. <laughs> it can be. But they have to try hard. It's yeah. not, like, you need to put some effort into it. Yeah. But with with me, even when I don't, I just look very sexy. <laughs> so people, just, yeah. And, and I've looked like this for a very long time. Mm. And either people don't believe me, they just think I'm, I, I'm not attracted to them. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That's probably what yes. this guy's getting. Yeah. 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 It's like when a guy can't get hired and the girl's like, it's me. And he's like, oh, now yeah. I got to reassure you just because the blood's not pumping right. Yeah, right. Like, it is you. I'm, I like you so much and I'm getting anxiety right now. Right. Yeah. I think that happens to more guys than we think. Oh, I'd say it's like really common. And every time yeah. a person internalizes it, it's every woman listening it's never you it's not they're in the room with you they want yeah. a lot of time it could be you because they're feeling so much pressure yes. that they're like they like you or they want to perform they get in their head it's uh it's so common right I, I always get the stories from my friends who's like he'll send a whole bunch of dirty texts and i'll send them pictures and he gets so excited and he'll ask me for more pictures and then when i see him he can't get it up. <laughs> it's like, well, that's why. It, it was just too much. It was overstimulation. Oh, yeah, like a cat. When you pet a cat too much, eventually yeah. they, like, 
Madra doesn't do it. He'll just walk away. But some cats will bite you because yeah. you're being overstimulated. Yeah. Yeah. You're lucky he didn't bite you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So but how did how did so how did you navigate that with people sexualizing you and then trying to tell you you're not something you're saying you are? Right. That's so frustrating. Yeah. How fucking dare I they? Tra- I. W- there was a time I tried to dress it down, but I I have a mirror. I know I look good. Yeah. <laughs> like there's some things that just looks nice on me. Yeah. And I can't I'm I'm just going to I'm just going to do it. And as far as guys, I I don't date. I don't date because of that. If they don't understand asexuality, though the ones that are smart and get it will stick around for to get to know for us to get to know each other, see where it goes. But the ones that are just in there for just sex, it kind of protects you in a way. Yeah, I was I was literally thinking, God, that's actually kind of amazing in a yeah. way because I've had so many guys be friends with me, and then when they realize it's going nowhere, it's not going to a sexual place, just like drop me like yeah, a hot yeah, yeah, fly, yeah. or when I've gotten a boyfriend, lose guy friends. Right. You're like, that's so it's such a you were waiting for a year, right? Just fuck me. <laughs> right. Yeah. And oh. Um, yeah, I kind of stay away from those guys. I think I put out a certain energy. Mm-hmm. That's why when they don't believe me, I'm like, do I even? <laughs> I think I, I I don't do the apps. I don't really talk about dating. I just started talking about asexuality because I just found out what I was. Yeah. There was years where I didn't want anything. Yeah. And then I met someone who wasn't my type. And it was like rushing waters. It was like. Oh my God, I had to have this person and they weren't my type. And then that person was like, I think I was, I was, I told him, I was like, I, before you, I, I'm pretty sure I was creeping into an asexual stage. And he was like, I think you're some, I think you're demisexual, which is after you meet someone and then all of a sudden, sudden there's a sexual attraction. And then this was like two years ago. I was like, oh shit. When I read the definition, I was like, yep, that's me. How long did you date that person for? Not long at all. It was on and off. I had no business dating this person. Oh, really? They wasn't available. Oh, yeah, that's attractive. <laughs> yeah. <too>. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, I don't think um, I know it, me and Leland, uh, because my, I like more like uh, dominant kind of like abusive type of guys. Like, really? like really like, I always, it's just something like, it's like some sort of childhood trauma where yeah, like, um, if they throw a dish, it means they love me, you know? <laughs> and so... Like, and just, the, and also I really like guys who, um, on a, on a different, on different ones where they were like, um, held court, like kind of the loud ones, like the talkative, like, um, Assertive very macho? sociable. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Not even, I guess they were a little macho in one way, because like when I look at all my exes, they were either like, like, yeah, kind of like brooding, brooding, but like, like emotional problems, but also like tried to take court in in conversations so kind of like loud and sociable and like Leland's not like that at all he's kind of quiet but he's very sweet and then when I look back I'm like that's crazy that that was my type that you like that yeah but like when I got to know him I was like oh actually it's nice that it's nice someone just taking care of you and be like nurturing also sexuality is a journey yeah we go through stages that's also what helped with the confusion yeah because I couldn't explain it I I thought I was lying too. I'm like, maybe I'm not asexual. Maybe I just don't like anyone around me. Like maybe they're all ugly. Like, yeah. you know, like maybe I'm the problem. But then I realized, no, it's it's a journey. You could yeah. be at one phase in one in, in your life and then turn out another phase in your life. This, and I see that in examples all around us. Girls, almost every girl went through a lesbian phase in it's college. It's true, and then bisexual like, phase, yeah. and we're just like. And we then, accept that. And then people are like, well, it's not really bisexual because you didn't have a relationship. And you're like, okay. No, I well, ate pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had lips on my lips. Yeah, like, yeah, it was... yeah. It's funny, though, how people try to label or take yeah. it away. And you're like, whatever. Who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I like the idea of a journey. It's like things. And you do change what you're attracted mm-hmm. to as you get older, too. Like, mm-hmm. what becomes more important is more like, Okay, reliability versus a right. fantastic jawline. Right. <laughs> right. When you're 21, you're like, ah, oh, jaw's nice. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then you look for different things. Like right now in a relationship, I look for intimacy. Mm-hmm. I don't look for the sex. Yeah. So, and, but later on, right now, I'm and I'm reaching my sexual peak. That's why I know it's asexuality. Because although I'm reaching my sexual peak, I still don't want to do the casual sex. Yeah. I still don't want to be on Tinder. I still don't want to be superficial with who I'm dating. 
and yeah. it's on tinder or any hinge is a little better but even then it's not you can't find online dating yeah. is i think it's what's going to bring us down unless you pay for it like there's the eHarmony and the yeah. match.coms where you pay for it and it's a little better but even even so man yeah. it takes out all the real aspects of meeting people you can find as well the qualities that you want mm -hmm. because the only way to find those qualities is by dating someone for a few months right. you know and i think people are quick to cut people off and not give them a chance yeah. and there's just someone next around the corner we have no time for one another yeah. anymore and people grow like even my relationship is leland has grown so much and i've grown mm -hmm. so much in that mm -hmm. but we didn't give each other the time and the mistakes and the whereas yeah it's it's easy to like be a month in and be like nah it's fucking i can't be bothered mm -hmm. but i also get that too it's hard it's like i also get like if you're not feeling it to cut it out but yeah. but i feel like if you're if you meet someone and they've got great qualities and you're like oh i could see like a friendship really developing and i could be sexually attracted then if you're looking for a long-term relationship that's someone to pursue instead right. of being like well i don't know i think i should go back on and get someone who's six foot four <laughs> like okay i don't even when i meet people it's almost always a friendship thing first yeah. I, think I it's really don't good. really date. Yeah. I don't date. I don't because dating is meeting someone to become your significant other. Mm -hmm. I date for friendships. Yeah, that can be if they're if we're both at a space where we want to make something more out of it. But as far as meeting people, it's all friendship first. Yeah, it's all a friendship first. I think friendship is best too. If again, this is just for people who are going for long term relationships because. Uh, then they, you just respect each other more. It's like, oh, you were my friend. Like, I know how you react right. to things. I know how you are. And you might not flip off the... Li like, let's say if, you, if, if it's your friend and you know that this person isn't, like, someone who would, like, cheat or whatever, then when you date, you can trust them more. Then, like, if you see a name like Michelle pop up, you're not going to just project all your exes yeah. on them. You're like, well, this is John. I've known John for a while. Right. He's not the type. I'm sure it's just... Or, yeah, you know more about their background. You're like, oh, I know Michelle's a sister. So you have yeah. a mild panic attack. Right. Um, <laughs> I think the only other problem with that is sometimes you develop a friendship and you're like, this is so good. I don't want to ruin it with, by... With sex. Yeah. Sex is... <laughs> it's it can good, ruin a friendship. but it's very bad. Well, And then this is like, why would it ruin a uh, friendship? Because it's so intimate. Yeah, and it just adds more feelings. Yeah. I think for me, anyway, again, it depends on the person you're... Because some people compartmentalize. I can't. Mm -hmm. Not sex. Uh, so, again, it just depends on who you are and knowing yeah. you, and what you want. Like, we're, we're both talking about... I, I always wanted a relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, yours is different, yeah. uh, again, but neither wanting casual sex. Mm -mm. And uh, I just feel like dating puts... It's, it's like almost you're interviewing a person. Yeah. It's like a... A significant other interview. It's a yeah, lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And I, I've tried online dating, but I've realized, like, what am I doing here? Do I, all these people, I don't really want to try them out. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to go on a date and talk about what? We're going to talk about if we're good for each other forever. For yeah. the rest of Like, what? That's so much pressure. Let's go out. Let's go bowling and bring a friend. I'll bring some friends and we'll talk and we could do that a couple times. And if it happens, it happens. But as far as picking and choosing and judging their yeah. their features, and it's just I just see it so different the way the way most people see it. I like what you said about interview. That is true because if you're going for an interview, you're on your best behavior, mm -hmm. and then if you're feel like you're in the trial period of a job you're on your best behavior so when you meet someone off online you date and then you date for six you don't really get to know that person maybe yeah. till like six months but at least if you date someone that you've been chatting with who's a friend a friend of a friend you've met a couple of times out over the space of a year you you vibed with they were just themselves right because they had nothing to lose they weren't right. trying to pursue you right. so then when you start to date you already have like a leg up. you have that real person yeah. that you're dating not the fake interview person yeah. or the online person everyone's online is someone different i was someone different online you can be whoever you want yes and then you start to see the cracks i remember i was dating a he he tells me to say Russian. He's not Russian. He's from a country near there. Mm -hmm. I wonder if now, if he heard this years later, he might be like, actually, don't say Russian. Uh. <laughs> but it was more just to hide his uh, identity. But it's a very Damn. similar accent and a very similar. Was he James Bond? Uh, he 
covered uh, the cameras on his phone and he's very paranoid and uh, you know because apparently the government's watching some guy in New Jersey him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah he was very paranoid but it was funny like dating him and then it was quite intense but then as you start like let's say month three to four yeah. that's when we broke up but because uh, it was really intense the first three months but month three to four was when I started to really realize that this was just a pretense of a person because then the paranoia really came out yeah, yeah. and what he like thought about the government and how he thought space was fake and he had like pills for an STD he didn't tell me about but all of this was like he had a presented a person that wasn't real that like, wasn't that yeah I'm and sure. then all of a sudden it's like space isn't he'd, he'd said I love you before he told me space was wasn't oh, real so unhinged yeah 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 and it was just um just a lot of crazy in the space of three month three to four but i feel like it's because he had let down this guard and it was like whoa this is not yeah, the person i was this is a, the person dope. that seems smooth smooth and cool and confident. online dating will get you every time and, oh you know what that wasn't online though i forgot actually that was a guy at a bar asked for my number oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. don't so, ruin guys at bars for me yeah well i was working and he asked for my number i i will say though the only advice with that is I was so quick to rush into relationships yeah. that I, I should have just gotten to know him. I should have just once a date, once a week, got been right. slow. But I was just, uh, even the first date lasted like 20, like over 24 hours, you know, yeah. and I just felt like an instant was, connection. Was it love, bo- love bombing? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, like probably. Like, I, can't, I can't have enough of you. I need you right now. You're the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I've had a couple sight. of guys say I've never met anyone like you which is like uh, and then the, and then we broke up after three months one yeah. guy was like I was saving sex for someone special because I, he hadn't had sex he said he hadn't had sex in two years and I completely fell Please. for that and slept with him like on the second night and uh, when we dated for three months but then it turns out that the first date we had he, some girl had come into the bar where we worked and I had just started working there so I wouldn't yeah. have known any of the background drama and he had a fight with her and she left. And then he was like, okay, you come to grab a drink. And then she kept calling him. And I was like, look, is that your girlfriend? And he was like, no, this is just some crazy chick who is like obsessed with me. And like, I don't know what she was even thinking. She just came with an overnight bag. Like, I'm not dating her. Now, me as uh, gullible as I was a few years ago, I was like, okay, like that's kind of intense. And then when I broke <laughs> up with him. Bitch. Yeah, when I broke up with him, one of the girls at the bar who I don't know why she didn't feel like she should tell me before right. this. Um, but she was like, uh, oh, you're, th- I didn't want to say before because I didn't want to get involved. Um, and I just figured you knew, but like, it looked like you had just stolen that girl's boyfriend because they were together and he, she had an overnight to go to his house because she was dating like with him. Was that your first date? That was that first? That was our first date. She had arrived in. And so he had just decided, cause he had asked me out earlier in the bar. We, that was the first day I'd worked at the bar. And he had uh, asked me out earlier on. Like, we just totally vibed. He was Irish. We were like, banter, banter, stiller. Banter. But I, as far as I knew, he was fucking single. Because that's what he told me. And so she, when she arrived in, he had already decided to go on a date with me. So he just pulled her inside and just and was, was like, like, it's no. over. Isn't that crazy? Fuck your overnight bag. And then, and then to <laughs> me, back. The, the next night, because we, we hung out like the whole night and he stayed over, but we didn't have sex. And the next day he was like, you know, I haven't had sex for two years. And um, this is like that. He just stole the line from friends. Remember right? that guy who was like, well, no, but I know the, the line very well. Yeah, from Friends where this guy pretends he had, didn't have sex because of his ex. And then Monica's like, oh, I, I brought, popped his cherry. And then some girl at work's like, no, I popped his cherry. So this guy just lied to me because he obviously was sleeping with his girlfriend. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Oh, my God, I was such a fool. But um, we all can be. I know, Everybody especially when you really, fool. it felt like love at first sight, too. Yeah. I remember when I walked in, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, this guy's stunning. And then he had an Irish accent. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was total love bomb. Yeah. yeah. He like borrowed money off me early on and oh it was i've talked about him before on the podcast too but yeah it is amazing how you just like can be so fooled especially when you want it when you really want to be loved and you really want a relationship but when you really want to be loved that's when you don't love yourself that is true spending time with yourself you're looking for validation outside Yeah. yeah you don't have a clear head yeah, because all the men I dated was just to fulfill a void. I wanted right. I wanted to know someone could love me and that they would have my yeah. back. But that all came from, you know, having to take care of my mother and her never, never you know what I mean? She's like, yeah, yeah on a different planet. But uh, <laughs> uh, it was only until I started like focusing on myself and even stand up is some form of validation as yes, well. It is. Uh, yes, it is. And yeah, and you kind of do it, you know, hoping you'll do well and then hoping 
yeah whatever people will see and be like oh you're doing well and mm-hmm. then you get to a point through therapy where you're like i'm doing this because i like it yeah. and i don't need the validation right. and then you get into a healthy relationship it's right. amazing <laughs> game changer yeah. but yeah yeah it helps and actually i can tell you this story because um it was the last time i had sex and it was the spur of the moment it was on my birthday last month in dominican republic and the guy was deaf <laughs> impaired and i just met him and we had sex in the ocean oh my god <laughs> in front of everyone i love this wait how did you get that how did you get to communicate if he oh baby we did not need words <laughs> <laughs> we met on an island i needed a lighter to smoke and i went and asked him he told me he was deaf but he still helped me find a lighter and we smoked together and he drew his name on the sand <laughs> And I was like, oh, baby, that's that's exactly what I need. <laughs> and then we ended up smoking together, eating together. And then I met him in the ocean. And literally, when I met him, he just pulled his arms around me. And that was it. <laughs> and how does this, so if you're, let's say, with the, is this when it comes with the journey of sexuality? Yes. Because you were demisexual before you met this man. And you were like, <laughs> all I needed was a man who wasn't going to speak to me. No. <laughs> all, all I needed was some kind of... <laughs> thing some kind of spark like he was really into me and i didn't understand why but it's because he was a smoker too like i he knew i was on vacation i told him it was my birthday like he he lived there he was a boat uh engineer and it just it just felt right it wasn't there was no plan there was no nothing there was not even a thought but it felt right and it was right and it was probably one of the most beautiful experiences I've That's ever had. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That like it doesn't feel like that. Fa- that falls like under a dip, but that kind of falls under a casual sex umbrella, though. It does. <laughs> but remember, I said I like fleeting moments. Yes, <laughs> yes. You were like, this is special. This is yes, unique. This is yes. different. It, he spelled just, his name in the sand. Yeah, I knew his name. Come yes. on. It was, it just, I went with the flow. Yeah. And it's just so much easier to go with the flow where the pressure's not there. You know what you like. You know what you don't like. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it was just. You were vibing. Yeah. I feel like demisexual is vibing too. It is. You're reading it vibes. Is. It is. And then sex in the ocean. I don't think you can use a condom in the ocean, can you? <laughs> oh my God. The, the crazy thing is I found out at that moment that I'm totally into voyeurism. <laughs> Like, oh, getting seen. watch me. Wow. And then, but it, it totally made me realize that's why I like porn. I like watching people have sex. Yeah. I like watching good people have sex. This good could looking people have up sex. a whole new door for you. You could do sex clubs and yeah, yeah and uh, yeah. try that out. So like yes. you said, it's a journey. You it might is. identify in this box, but then something happens here in this box. And yes. So not boxes because it's like a slide. It's a spectrum. A spectrum. I was thinking rainbow and I was like, that doesn't sound <laughs> right, but it's spectrum. Yeah. Asexuality um, is definitely a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. And then so, have you been tested? Yeah. Okay. Why could you fucking random guys in the ocean? You're like, it's beautiful. And I'm like, your mother, like, <laughs> you need to go to the doctor. It's funny. You're, you're a good friend because all my friends was like, girl, go to the doctor. <laughs> It's just, it, but it's like it is fun to let 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 yourself go yeah. and it's i think holidays is the one that's why oh. holidays are so great for relationships yeah. like long-term relationships because we've been together two years we've never had just we're going to puerto rico next week nice but it's gonna good be island first, yeah. sexy island yeah it'll be the first uh, i won't have sex with a stranger in like, <laughs> a monogamous relationship unless he's into it <laughs> yeah oh, i mean maybe he probably would be he's way more wilder than i am that's why i wonder with sexuality i think the longer we're together who knows what'll happen but i already right. know he's way more open to things i'm not um, but I feel like we put ourselves in this like I'm I don't do this and then you grow five years and you're like oh I'll never ski and then five years and I won't be but I, that's a bad analogy what's a good analogy like I wouldn't do this but then five why years why won't later, you ski what's wrong with ski I know, it's just, if, I'm terrified well, these, these white people are crazy <laughs> that is true <laughs> don't get hit by Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> don't. what the fuck they're skiing skiing's mental <laughs> It's playing things. on the snow. It's like they're so no. It's like people only rich people ski, and I, I know it's not just. Ski. I'm just joking about white people. It's not just white people, but only rich people ski yeah. because they like can afford to break their leg. Yeah, like, I can't be. I can't be flying down a mountain with sticks on my feet. That's crazy. That is. That um, is. 
But no, I... I but I, I will try it. Um, <laughs> you know, if I had enough money and I had really good health insurance, maybe. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I probably wouldn't if I didn't have those things. I'm pretty, though. I'm like, I don't... I'm like, consequences. I Like that. Like, oh, I probably wouldn't have been able to girl. enjoy the sex in the ocean. Because right. I would have been like, where's the condom? Right. Um, but so... Nah, not me. Huh? Not me. Yeah, which hey, is great. Demis live on the edge. This is great. Yeah. Um, I think... Uh, but yeah, for relationships, a vacation is really good. Because you get to just go away and, mm. and be in a different place. And, and also, with the right partner, you feel comfortable mm-hmm. about the journey. The, yeah. the journey is... You have less worries with yeah. a partner that you feel comfortable with. Like, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's different. Like, I don't want to do a threesome and I would never, I probably, probably won't. But mm-hmm. also, when I've always said I'd never do it, I've n- just also never been in a relationship where I trust my partner. Right. That if he were to say, oh, let's include this, right. it doesn't mean I like like them more or I'm going to leave you. So right. I can see how partners who've built up a lot of trust are able to do that. I am all about the right partner. Yeah, because then you're... I think in the wrong partner, it would be a lot of jealousy or or else just knowing what they're capable of. Like, I'm not right now, but maybe in 10 years, who knows? I might be, like, mm-hmm. so secure and, like, want to mm-hmm. spice it up. But, like, if you had asked me that question, like, three years ago, I would have been like, never. That's crazy to me. <laughs> and I'm like, that's mad. These people are amazing. What? Skiing? Gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to see me skiing in a few years. This was really good. We should wrap this up. Where can people find you? You can find me on IG at V, that's funny. V-E-E, that's funny. Uh, same thing with um, TikTok. That's where I'm at. And uh, v on Facebook. Thank you so much for sharing all of this. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> this was so much fun. Thank you to the Patreons. Thank you for the patience with me finding the fan. And, and I'm excited for next week's artwork, whatever it's going to be. And please, uh, if you're not on the Patreon, sign up to the Patreon forward slash the shift podcast. The episodes are up there two weeks early. And then I do solo podcasts and uh, just bonus with myself where I talk about movies or just like my private stories that I don't want. I, you know, where you're just like... <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're just like... <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like which is strange for, for a myself. podcaster to say this is private but it's like i don't know we'll just keep this here um uh, but also as well when guests are on you're like also trying to talk to them and yeah so right. um but yeah so please sign up and rate review and Odina, i love you all thank you so much bye um thank you so much are you kidding thanks for having me Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.